Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This forbidding tale, Story Club members, might make you not check that certain tiny door. It's one I call the Dumbwaiter. What is a Dumbwaiter, Dad? Kim Middler asked. And why is it called that? Dumbwaiters were invented a long time ago, Kimmy. They're tiny little elevators that bring food up. Many old buildings have them, and some old homes like ours. I guess they were called dumbwaiters since they were kind of silent servants for people. Does this one still work? I don't think so, but I haven't had time to check it out. Don't worry about it. We have more stuff on the truck to unpack. Kim and her family had just moved into this house that was over 100 years old. Her dad had gotten a really good deal on it, and he was constantly talking about it. She didn't like the new house. She missed the much more modern house that they'd moved away from. And all her friends, and her school. Life in a new town in an old broken down house you don't even like. Great. What a steal, dad. Over the next few days, Kim explored the entire house. It was a two-story house with an attic and a cellar. She did not like the cellar one bit. It was damp and shadowy. She'd noticed that there was a dumbwaiter door down there, too. That's so weird, Kim thought. Why would they have food delivered down here? The main door for the dumbwaiter was in the kitchen, except the door up there didn't open like the one in the cellar did. The dumbwaiter door in the kitchen had been painted shut years ago. She slid the wooden door the dumbwaiter opened in the cellar. It didn't look like much in there, just a large box. She could definitely fit if she climbed inside, but no thank you. So, the shaft of the dumbwaiter originated from the kitchen, and you could have food brought up to the upper floors, where the door was in her own room, or down here all the way in the basement. Weird. Then, one day at school, Kim abruptly found out why the house had been so cheap. It seems that a girl, also in fifth grade, Gail Maxson, once lived in the house and disappeared. In fact, several disappearances had been reported over the years. 
When she went home, she told her dad about it. I know, he said. The realty agent has to disclose that information before the sale. But there's nothing bad about the house. That's all just a bunch of hoopla, Kimmy. But you should always, of course, be careful in an older house. Which reminds me, I was meaning to ask if you've been fiddling around with a dumbwaiter. No, why, Dad? I was doing some repairs today, and I noticed that the dumbwaiter had been used. The car was down in the cellar, and I noticed it had been pulled up to your room. Um, I don't know why that happened, but that's super creepy. It was probably your little brother. I'll go ask Randy. That night, Kim went to bed. She was tired. However, in the middle of the night, she heard a mechanical sound. It sounded like an old wheel being turned as it squeaked. And then she heard what sounded like the stretching of old rope. The dumbwaiter. The door of it opened. She didn't move. In the dim light, a small figure climbed out. It was only about two feet tall and human-like. And then there was another one and another one. They all wore strange clothes that looked like they were made of scraps of cloth and burlap bags. Maybe they were elves or some kind of fairies? Impossible. Elves and fairies don't exist, right? Kim was too afraid to move, but more terrified if she didn't. She jumped up and snapped on the bedside table lamp. The squadron of creatures shrieked and escaped back into the dumbwaiter, either fearing her or the light. Kim jumped out of bed and went to her dad. Dad, I found out why the dumbwaiter was in my room. These uh, little people were using it. They live in the house. I want to move into a different room. Little people? She described them. You were dreaming, Kimmy. Go back to sleep. Yeah, no way Kim was going back to sleep in her room. Sorry, Dad. She went to her brother Randy's room. He was only eight. He was fast asleep. She grabbed a sleeping bag and pillow and laid it on the floor. Not super cozy, but better than nothing. Sometime in the middle of the night, though, Kim noticed that she was moving. Wait, she was being pulled along in her sleeping bag. She tried to move, but she realized she had some cord tied around her. And she wanted to scream, but her mouth was wrapped with packing tape. She was being pulled along by these tiny humanoids in their scrappy clothes. Kim tried to fight, but she couldn't move. Her small captors pulled her along the hall and back into her room to the open, waiting dumbwaiter. We haven't fed in so long, one of the little creatures hissed. Gail was so plump and juicy, just like you, Kimmy. They shoved Kimmy into the dumbwaiter, and it dropped down into the cellar. The next morning, Kim's dad couldn't find her anywhere, and he filed a missing person report, but she was never found. I'll tell you what, beloved listeners, if some little creatures tried to shove me into a dumbwaiter, I would bust out some serious kung fu, krav maga, or jujitsu moves and clean the house. Ain't nobody got time to be someone else's meal ticket, am I right? <laughs> If this wasn't too scary for you, then come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, 
you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.